on page 46. And we'll see Mimer Aleph. The Midrash Tanhuma, it says in the Midrash, Ilamdenu Rabbeinu, teach us our Rabbi, our, our teacher, Adam Yisroel, a Jewish person, Mahu Sheyikabel Ola Mahu Shemayim Kishavu Are you allowed to accept upon oneself the yoke of heaven while you're walking? Now, what this question means halakhically is, can you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Hashem which is Kabolos Lomachu Shemayim? That's what that pasuk is, accepting upon oneself the yoke of heaven. Can you say that and do that mitzvah? while you're walking, or do you need to be still? Left over there. Pardon me? Left over there. Yeah, but does that apply to the whole Shema, or just to part of the Shema? That's what this question is. Now, <coughs> just a little introduction here. In the Midrash Tanhuma itself, you have... Are you going to read Page 46. In the Midrash Tanhuma, you have this very interesting section that comes up very often, and all of a sudden, the Midrash will write, Yilamdenu Rabbeinu. This is unique to the Midrash Tanakhum. Teach us, our Rabbi, the following halachic question. And out of the blue, the Midrash Tanakhum is asking a halachic question. And it's very difficult to often figure out what they're doing here. Right. And why this question? We're, we're in Parsha's left look up, right? And the Midrash Tanakhuma says, "Are you allowed to say Shema while you're while you're walking?" We're talking about What's the connection? That, that, well, that's one Rowling. connection. That's right, and that is a connection here. And sometimes this connection between the Yilamdenu Rabbeinus and the Midrash Tanakhuma are very hard to connect. This one is more direct, and Mark Mark picked it out. When a person begins the Yohavta, So what the Midrash says there is that when you say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, and for us that would also include Baruch Shem Kamon Machuz when you say those two Pesukim, you have to be still. Right here. How you doing, right? Four lines down, page 46. When you say the first line, Shema Yisrael, you must be still. You can't be doing other things, things like that. Even though really, you, by the letter of the law, you could move around when you're doing a mitzvah, but Shema Yisrael requires complete concentration. When you makabo o mafu shemayim, and say Shema Yisrael, Hashem lekin Hashem that requires complete concentration. And if you're moving around and you're walking, you can't necessarily have complete concentration. So therefore, it's page 46 there. Therefore, the Midrash says, when you say the first line, be still, concentrate. After that point, when you get to the paragraph beginning, the Yohavta Es Hashem Eloketh, you shall love Hashem your God. Ratsa Mahalit, if you want to walk and say it, walk. Ratsa Omid, if you want to stand while you say it, stand. So that's what the Midrash concludes. That actually is the Halakha. But if you want to say Shema and the time is passing and you're outside and you're walking maybe to Shul, one of these Shabbos mornings where it's a little bit early, although you should be in Shul much earlier than that anyway, than 9.14, right? But let's say you're on your way to Shul and it's 12 after 9. So you got to say Shema. 
you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, you got to stand still. You got to stop, say that, and Baruch Hashem Kavod Machutza Lavoet. Then for Vyahasa, if you want to, you can continue walking to Shul and say Vyahasa Hashem Elokeinu. That actually is the halacha. That's the Midrash says. Mefarish Hasidu Sheharim. Hashayasus Leparashuzu. The Rim, the first Rebbe of Gir, he explains the connection of this Midrash Yalamdenu, it's called the Yalamdenu, to our Parsha. Ki kavanas ha Midrash hu. The intent of the Midrash is Ki benisionos elu. In Abraham Avinu's test that he underwent. Ki del olav Abraham Avinu mafushamayim. Avraham Avinu accepted upon himself the responsibility and the yoke of heaven in his test. That's the first one. When he got to the test of Lech leave your land, leave your birthplace, leave your father's house, go to the land which I will show you. When he got to that Nisayon, that Nisayon was about love of Hashem. Now, let me just explain something for a minute. There are different cheshbonos as to how the ten tests of Abraham are calculated. According to some, the first test is when Avraham Avinu was thrown into the furnace of fire by Nimrod. That was his first test. And Lech is his second Messiah. According to others, like the Rambam, the ten tests begin with Lech this is the first one. So like the Rambam, what do you do with the one about the Kivshan? That's a question. I'm not sure how to answer that. But like those who say that the ten tests began with the Kivshan being thrown in the furnace, and that was the first, and Lechlecha is the second, that's the opinion he's following. At this point of Lechlecha, he was already at Ahava. The first test of ur being thrown into the furnace there by Nimrod, That Nisayon was about Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem which is Taka, what Jewish people say, the last word, the last breath of life that they have. They say Shema Yisrael. Will he give up his life for God's name, or will he not? That was the first test. Is he prepared to be thrown in the furnace, Al-Kidush Hashem, or not? That test was about Shema Yisrael. Ruth? Is that why in the beginning of Shema Yisrael, Roshan, think that he would, yes. he would give your yes. life up to serve Hashem? Right, and that's one of the central kavanas, like the Rampal brings, right. when you say that pasuk, to think that I am willing to give up my life for Hashem. And that goes back to Avraham Avinu? That says, I, mean, that uh, I, I would make that connection, yes, I would. So that's what the first Nisayan is about. Shema Yisrael giving up one's life for a Kaddish And of course he passed. You're, you're still Yodzei. As long as you, you concentrate on the literal meaning of the words, here with Israel, Hashem, Elokin Hashem is one, that's the basic mitzvah. This is in addition to that, but it's considered, it's considered foundational, but halakhically, without it, you're still yodzeh. So in the sense that every, every Jew has the same set of all ten or just 
my feeling is that somehow all ten tests apply to everybody. Um, one would have to figure that out. Yeah. You know, but I, I think that it applies to everybody in some way in their life. I have no raya for that, but that's just what I'm saying. Left Lofa is one that everybody relates to because there's a time in life when you move forward, leave it behind, time to move ahead. You don't know where you're going, but go. Everybody has that in their life. Last night I was talking about the Right, to the Jewish people in history. Jewish people right, history, right. Which I'm going to assume includes us. Yeah, everybody. So then, then what you said should, be should apply. Should apply. Right. right. That's my Savo Simulamana. Whatever happened to the Avos happens to the children. Yeah, Very famous Ramban. Yeah, it is. It's a Yisod of Horatius. And the Ramban often, in his Perush on Horatius, points out how well, this happened to Avram Avinu, and later on this happened to going down to the shrine because of the hunger. Right? Well, Yaakov even did that too a little later on. So that's the first test. HaKabolas O Machlu Shemayim B'Mesiris Nefesh. Was Avram Avinu prepared to accept the yoke of heaven even to give his own life for it, which he did. V'lech Lecha Haya B'Bechinas V'Yahavta. Whereas the second test, Lech Lecha, that had to do with love of God, Ahavas Hashem, which is the next, he's going to say it a bit, which is the next paragraph of Shema. Right. Shema Yisrael, Baruch Shem, that's Omapu Shemaim. The Ahavta is love of God. This is the Seder of Kriya Shema. V'hadover Me'unyan Ma'ot, so he says now commenting on what the Rim said. This is very interesting, Me'unyan means interesting. One of the explanations of the mitzvah of the Yohavta, you shall love Hashem, Isa b'sifri, it's brought down in the Sifri, Ahavehu al habriyas ka'avraham aviva, that it is our responsibility to enable and help others love God. That the mitzvah of the Yohavta means more than you shall love God, it means, and help others love God as well. Why? For a person to endeavor to bring love of Hashem into other people's lives. The word v'yohavta is a verb. A person who loves somebody in truth they would like other people to love that person as well. You love your, your wife, you love your parents. You would like other people to love them too. You want people to have a sense of esteem for that person. You love them, you want others to love them. You want them to be more gamkin. So too, if a person really has complete love of God, they really love God, then they help to influence others and they want to influence others to love Hashem as well. If a person loves God, we would like to see other people love Hashem as well. And we're not going to go out there and have any uh, 
holy wars, right? That's not our way. We don't destroy people for this concept like uh, like other people do. But we, we try, like Avamavinu, through love to help other people reach that same Madrid. The Lochain Khan, therefore here, Shehigia Avraham Kavarla Nisayon Shalef Lucha, that Avraham reached the second Nisayon of Lech Lucha, which he says is about Ahavas Hashem. It wasn't only about him going forth, but it was about him making known to others Hashem's name in the world, that there is one God, which Avraham and Sarah did par excellence. Sha'amru Chazal, and the Chachalim said about this, Ad sha'ata meir Well, here you are, Avraham Avinu, you are shining your lamp, your aspamya, your lantern before me. Lech v'ho'ir lefanai olam Go out and shine your lamp before me in the presence of the whole world. So the Midrash is saying here, the Chacham is saying here, Lech Lecha wasn't just the Nisayan of Abraham going forth, but it was his spreading love and recognition for Hashem Echad in the world. Shine your lamp in the world. Go out and do that. Part of the command of Lech Lecha, Ne'amar, it said, it contained, for Abraham to publicize God's malchus in the world, Abraham fulfilled in that Nisayon, love Hashem, that means to say, help others love Hashem as well. So this, going back to the Midrash Tanfuma, are you allowed to be Makam Omah Hushamayim? When you're being Makabo Mahushamayim, stand still. That's your Nisayan. You've got to go into the Kivshan Oesh. Go into Kivshan Oesh. It's you and God. However, Ahavta, when it comes to the Ahavta, well, if you want, walk. If you want, stand. It depends on the situation. When you spread the love of Akadish Borahu, that depends on how you're trying to spread it, what your methodology is, what your technique is, how many people are there. So either walk or stand. It's up to you. Just make my name known and loved among the Bria. Bruce? Huh? I, I'm just thinking that you were making this seems like the Shema in a sense of a commentary on, on, on these uh, Messianos. Right. right. I'm not sure, like, uh, it's not in itself a commentary on the Shema. You know? Right. I, I agree with you. I'm just thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that it is. It's teaching us a little bit about what the Kriyashma is about on a daily basis. Right, I never think of that we're talking about. I never thought of that. Right. Well, I'm sorry, before you sit down, would you mind taking a look at that dictionary and look at the word it's to lot the dictionary right there by the Vishnayas? It's to lot up with an olive. So the next moment I forgot the meaning. Yes, David. Aleph either Aleph Sadik or Aleph Yud Sadik, and then Tess Lam and Aleph. It's the one.
Well, isn't that what we're trying to do? That's what that was his life. Right. is that I think that the whole um, you know, movement of, of Kiru, of outreach, is this. You know, that, that people are doing this, organizations are doing this, and really putting a lot into it. I don't in, could, it could it be done more? Well, sure, you know, we, we should. On an individual basis, I think the way this is lived out is the way a person lives their life as a Jew in the world. So a shul or an Aitzhayim or an organization, you, know, you can reach out as a congregation. Now an individual, you know, when he goes to work or when he's talking to somebody in the grocery store, he's a Jew. And that conversation, that inter interaction for me, comes under this umbrella. The way we talk to that person will have a great deal to do with how they perceive God through the Jewish people. And I think that we have to be aware of this uh, regularly, that our lives, you know, our life is about this. Yes, I, I think so. Uh, um, I'm sorry, one second. What does it say? This is here with a sama, and he had, uh, I just lost it. Okay. Thank you very much. A robe or a garment? Okay, that makes sense. Did we do the first one? We just did the first one, page 46. Yes, are you? My thought, my thought was that when you said I was This is a partial. Right. There's a prerequisite of Kabbalah, so I'm not going to remind us to establish. Before you go out and do this, that's what the verse So if you're not standing still, if you can't, if you haven't received, accepted God's total Hashbah um, or life, then much more difficult to do the second step. And uh, serious nefesh, I mean, uh, that was Avram's whole life's work. And if the person, uh, my mind doesn't think to a small degree, that's a lot right there. Right. But it's hard to go out and do that if you're not already in the place where you've done step one. It's not going to work. That's a good point, you know, that a person needs to have a certain amount of stability in their own relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu as a Jew before they go out really half-baked and 
takes a lot of standing still, conceptually, entering, right, to to be able to have the power to go out and let look up. But when you're out there, it's a vulnerable place. True, and then especially more so with your religion. God, salespeople don't want to sell that which they already own. Right. If you own your relationship with Let's go back to another mimer now. This is on page um, 40, the opposite of page 40, so it's actually on page plus olive. It's only paginated, is that the right word? On English on one side, yeah. On this side, it's the Hebrew pagination. Okay. Plus olive. Now we're starting in the middle of a mimer here, because this is the section I want to look at, where he says, Umetzius hazeh. It's right here, second paragraph of that mimer. Umetzius hazeh. He says, he just got finished saying that Terach, who was Avram Avinu's biological father, that he was not responsible for what Avram Avinu became. He didn't make Avram Avinu. He just made that point. The being of Avraham Avinu, his nature, that came into being when Nimrod sent him into the furnace of fire. That was when Avraham, the Avraham who we know, was created. Shabaoso Hashua of our Avraham Miben Noah, Lemitsius Hadasha. That's when Avraham transferred from being a Noahide to a new being, a Jew. In other words, this was his conversion. This was his Tavila. This was his Tavila. He was Kovel That's exactly right. A tremendous concept. He was captured. Liban Gomer. Yeah, all these things they were saying. That was his transformation. He became a Jew. He was before a Ben Noah, put into the fire. Now he's a new being. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Did, did Nimrod know that? You're talking about? Wait, what were we saying? No, nothing. He was killing Avram. That's what he was doing. Um, well, I mean, probably distant at that point in creation. There were maybe ten cousins. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. No. Avram was from Shem and Nimrod was from, I think, from Yafin. Right. I mean, at that time, at, at most, he was ten, ninth, tenth cousins, you know, like. <laughs> Okay, so Nimrod, of course, has a lot of things. 
Right. Right. He wasn't debased in over the gay right there. Right. That that's what it seems to me. You know, about, so he was he was Moser Net, but he was prepared to totally transform his life. So did did he know he was gonna come out of there alive? Definitely not. Right. Be a new person. You know, I don't know, Josh. That's, that's a good question, what his karmata was. I really don't know. What is thought was right. Did the Mahabha, I don't know. No, what just occurred to yeah. the uh, uh, Nazis, they took all the devotion and died for the fire. fire. You know, Kama, so you could say that since they too, like him, But for us, it was a uh, some kind of a tahara. This new Metsius of Avram Avinu, it had no relationship to the earlier Avram Avinu, before the Kivshan. And it was all dependent upon that moment of transformation. Now, I'm sorry, I don't know where this quote comes from. It means literally, what shall we do with our with our sister on the day she is spoken about? Do you know it? What? But what's that doing here? What's the? I don't. I don't. We have to know some kind of a parish on that pasuk. It seems to. It seems to imply a transformation, right? Okay, so maybe someone will get a chance to look at it. Maybe there's a Rashi there or something. Manna asa, what has been done to our sister on the day that she has been spoken about? Somehow that's about transformation. I don't know. There's that word. If Avram Avinu would have himself thrown into this fire, and then his true potential would be revealed from potential into actual, then he would truly be worthy of that garment, of this new state of being. That image of Avram Avinu that was present when the world was created. Because remember, one of the things that they say is prior to creation are the Avas. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov are Kodem, Libriya. There's some Mida, some quality that preceded creation that the Avas actualized. And Avraham Avinu became that image of Avraham Kodem creation. He became that and achieved that through the process of the Kivshan. The Biswaram Isa, pardon me, Hill? I'm going to say uh, the the Ori Nine this week's question. Yes, today. Today, uh, 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 u
ובספורם איסא שהכבשון האש היה כאין בריאה חדשה. ספורם ראית שאת פרנס היה איזו קריאשן. שהאש צורפה, שהאש פאקה קשרת לו, היא מאידה לו. When you put a keli, when you put an earthenware vessel into a, a kiln, the, the verb for that is your mitzaref, the kli. It's formed by fire. Avram Avinu was formed by fire here. Vayotzar oso mechodesh, and he was created, formed, brand new. Vilipain oso, and it also purged him. Mikol hapsolis, from all negative waste, Shanimsa Bitoko Mitsad Terach Aviv that he carried with him because of who his father was and where he came from. So it made him and it purged him. It did both. It kashered him and it made him. And he became what we call Avraham Avinu. I want a famous question. How come the first Nisayon, according to many Feshbonos, which was being thrown into the furnace, how come it's not written in the Torah? We talk about the Asura Nisayonos, the Asura Nisayonos. Well, not all ten of them are written in the Torah. Right? At least it starts with the Kivshon. I said, except for the Rambam, who begins the, them with Lechlechon, everybody else begins it with at least one before, which is the Kivshon, and others even with two before. So where is it? Wakim is not in the Torah. Vanisayon harishon shematzina b'feirushu anisayon shalechlecha. The first written Nisayon of Avraham is this week's parsha. Lechlecha me'artzlecha. Shenamar b'torah sivui, which was a command. Vayomer Hashem el Avraham lechlecha. Hashem spoke to Avraham, go, go forth, or go to yourself. Vahanisayon shel urkastim, the Nisayon in were costume, which was where the furnace incident happened. Nizker <coughs> Beremes, it's hinted to in the Torah, in this week's parasha too. The Masha Kasu, when Hashem says to Abraham, Ani Hashem Asher Hotsei Sicha Me'ur Kastim. I am Hashem who took you out of Ur Kastim. That's a remez, that God took him out of Ur means fire also. He took him out of the fire of Kastim. He says, at that point, when Avram Avinu went through the furnace, that was a yesh me'ayin, bria, like creation with something out of nothing, brand new. This was a yesh me'ayin from Avram Avinu. When something undergoes yesh me'ayin, you can't say Vayomer, Hashem spoke. That word Vayomer already implies that something is. And he, he connects it beautifully. This one said, It's not there yet. That you could say it was spoken to. It's not there, it's not a Yeshia, you can't speak to it yet. As we find in creation itself, Asher Hamaimer Bereshis. What's the first of the ten Ma'amaros? Bereshis, right? It doesn't start with Vayomer. It starts with Bereshis. And then the next nine are Vayomer. Asher Amru Chazal, Bereshis Nam and Maimer, who? Bereshis is also one of the ten statements. 
Why doesn't it say Vayomer Hashem Bereshis? Bereshis is the mimer. You can't say Vayomer yet. Vahu ki ba'oso mimer nivra olam because it was that statement Bereshis that created the world, the yesh me'ayin. Velohoya adayin bria. Shayihi yeshayich lomre lo lashon Vayomer. There was nothing there yet that Hashem could say to it Vayomer. Who was he talking to? Who was the Vayomer to? The Bereshis is the creation. Just one second. bin Nisayan or Kastim, so too he says by Avram Avinu's first Nisayan. Sha'oz Hoyabrias Avram Avinu, which is when Avram Avinu was created, the Yesh Mayan, Vahavaraso Mayan Liesh, and he then transformed from Ayan, whatever he was before, to a Yesh to something totally new. Lo Shaykh Balash and Vayomer. The Torah can't say Vayomer. Avram Avinu, who we know, he's not there yet. That was somebody else. You can't say Vayomer. Yes, he said. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> so where, where's the Pesach does have Vayomer? Pardon? 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 Oh, the Nisayan of the word Hasmin. There's no Vayomer Hashem al Avram, you know, Lechel Kivshon Oish. They don't find it. Right. It's only there, Baremis. Ani Hashem Asher Taisicha Miorkaste. Because he wasn't a Jew yet. Right. So he couldn't talk to him as a Jew. Right. So there's a Remez, and it was in the Sion. It was most certainly in the Sion. It was Makabo Omafu Shemayim, and he passed that in the Sion. So that was like a prerequisite to Sion before the 10. That was, that was the 10. That was the first of the 10. Right according to most Peshbanos, but it's not written in the Torah. Right. Just as Vayomer is not written as it corresponds to Bereshis. Right. Just as Vayomer is not written there, because that's the coming into being, Bereshis, so the first Nisayon of Abraham was his coming into being, Abraham Avinu. Yes, No, that doesn't mean Hashem couldn't speak to me. He's saying so the, the word Vayomer as an Isayan to a Jew can't be said yet. So, no. No, no, excuse me. Hashem did speak to people. He spoke to Noah. But as far as speaking to Avram Avinu as Avraham Avinu and giving him a test, that can't happen until he is Avraham Avinu. And right now, at the time of the Kivshan of the furnace, he was Avram. He wasn't yet Avram Avinu. His, he, he had the ability to become Avram Avinu through the first Nisayim. And he did. And from that point on, you can say, Hashem spoke to Avram saying, Lech Lecha. That was now the second Nisayim. It becomes an interesting question. What is the quality of uh, especially that we say that Ela told us Noah, uh, uh, he was a tzaddik in his generation, and that we that like Rashi says uh, that told us shall tzaddikim the generate what tzaddikim generate are their amazing tovim their good action. So so I think of with the quote quality of Avinu is the quality that, that to transmit something. And uh, we see that even a tzaddik can, uh, that maybe you could say that even a tzaddik 
can, uh, who has totems that come out of them, that they may be able to transmit something, but not necessarily something that uh, has the same quality as an up. And he got to this madrega of uh, where he's right. our father. Right. And now he can really we transmit. We don't say no right. you know, We could right. say no right. but it was not enough. Okay. Now he's going to take it one more point here. One, one more step, rather. We find a similar concept by the Ten Commandments. It is known, They correspond to the Ten Statements. The Ten Dibros, the Ten Commandments, correspond to the Ten Statements Hashem spoke the world into creation. They correspond. Shehadibur Harishon Shalanochi Hashem Elokecha Lo Namra Belashon Tzivui. The first of the Ten Commandments. There's no commandment there. Hashem doesn't say, "Believe in me, the One God." It's a statement. Anochi Hashem Elokecha, and we Jewish people hold that to be the first of the Ten Commandments. Shehaaseres Hadibros Hem Hayitzira Shalkla Yisrael. What created the Jewish people as a nation? The Ten Commandments. That's what created Klal Yisrael as a people. Just as ten statements created the world, so ten Dibros created Yisroel. Therefore, when the Jewish people came into being, and now they are the nation of Israel, which occurred when Hashem spoke that word, at that moment, we went, underwent a yesh me'ayin. We weren't the Jewish people before. And then he said, Hashem said, now we were the Jewish people. You can't say Hashem commanded us yet. This is being. This is coming into being. That's the word Bereshis. That's the Anochi of the Aseris Hadibros. And that's the first Nisayan of Avram Avinu. It's being. Transformation. Umunyan ma'od mashakasav haramban shalhaloshon hakra shalasher hotsaisicha mayur kastim. He says, isn't it interesting? that when that first test was hinted to in the Torah, and the Torah hints to it by saying, I took you out of ur Kastim, mm-hmm. it's the same mm-hmm. Lashon. Hashem uses, I took you out of Mitzrayim, when God was making the Jewish people. Hakasuv Eitzel Hadib Roshel Anochi Hashem Elokeh. Shukala.